0: Episode 10. Happy Easter season, y'all. Welcome to the Gumberza Podcast, where we explore the intersections of social justice, faith, and action. I hope this helps us continue growing and serving God by serving the people. I am your host, Janelle. Here's things that may be new to you. Alright, it's been a while, I know almost a year since I last put up an an episode a lot has happened in the year i'm sure we're all aware of um and i'm sorry to leave you all hanging but you know uh stuff has been hard folks trying to survive throughout all this and also trying to find some sense of stability in the midst of this and um also trying to find a sense of connection in the midst of all this so like Probably what you've been experiencing um, I haven't been able to tend to this podcast there's just been too much on my mind and not enough uh, space for clarity but I'm back and I'm gonna try to um, connect whenever I can through this platform and I did want to share with you um, just my thoughts around Easter. These are thoughts that I did share with my church, but I wanna share with you in this space as well. And here we go. Jesus didn't just die, but Jesus was actually executed by an oppressive system and that these oppressive systems continue today, right? There are people who are continuously being executed by the oppressive systems that continue poverty, that deny health care that deny safety and exacerbate mental anguish, um, that provoke violence and militarization, that deny housing and protection, that separate families, uh, that imprison people in very dangerous conditions, that deny livelihood and jobs with living wages um, and jobs with human dignity. How many people continue to be executed by those type of oppressive systems? When we think of Jesus overcoming, you know, not just as someone who resurrected after dying for our sins, like many of us have been brought up um, to think and believe, uh, but as someone who was resurrected, you know, Jesus as someone who was resurrected after military, the rich, the elite, after political leaders and empire said, no, death is the end, and they executed him. Doesn't that add to the potential power of faith to think of Jesus resurrecting from that, we are called to share the prophetic voice inspired by those who have gone before us, right. And inspired by the current conditions of the world. So that more Fred Hamptons, so that more Malcolm X's, Berta Caceres's, Zara Alvarez's, Sylvia Rivera's can be raised, awakened and resurrected in our midst. To use the language of Eleazar Fernandez, who's a theologian in the Philippines, right? And to also remember that it was women who were the first to know this miracle of the resurrection. We are called to engage in social midwifery. To birth something worthy of resurrection. Something that will require sacrifice, but something that will result in the joy of empty tombs. And whether we believe it in the physical sense, right, in the physical sense of Jesus's body, I think one of the important things to remember is that when we're thinking about the bodily resurrection of Jesus is that it's a material resurrection. It's a resurrection that happens here on earth, even in the midst of each other, right? Right like on the streets that we walk, in the neighborhoods that we live in, resurrection is happening in these concrete places and not just in spiritual, in a spiritual realm outside of us and apart from us. But here, I think that's one of the important elements to remember about Jesus' resurrection and bodily resurrection, that it's about a body, a united body, a body that has overcome a body that has healed, a body that comes back as whole, and a body that comes to inspire us and continues to guide us. This story according to Mark ends at verse eight. And I mentioned that before, you know, I like I like the ending. And if you look in your Bible, people like try to add endings to it. So it doesn't seem like it ends on that note, you know, they try to wrap it up and try to put some closure to it. Um, but if we're ending on verse 8 we're told that jesus will be in galilee you know he's not going to be in jerusalem he's not resurrected in the seat of power or um, amongst politicians or any of that folk he's not at the temple he's not at the seat of institutionalized religion and performance and apathy he is outside of those spaces jesus is in galilee Jesus is in Galilee, in the countryside. He is in the outskirts, where the politicians only go if they want to run a campaign and they want your vote. He is where the most oppressed can be found, and where the oppressed themselves have started already organizing, where the oppressed themselves have already experienced the power of what it is to unite and to be together. Despite bearing the brunt of the Roman Empire's arrogance, greed, and supremacy, Jesus is there. That's where we're going to find him. It's in places like these where we're told to go find Christ and to go walk alongside Christ and to continue Christ's ministry. Whether the resurrection is something that is something that historically happened or not. I can't believe that, you know, these movements would just die and would just end with the death of individuals. And I think that's the beauty of the gospel story of resurrection is that a reminder that even though folks are taken away from us in the midst of hard times, in the midst of the fight and the struggle for for justice and peace, there's still resurrection. There's still people rising up. There is still new birth. There's still good things to be enjoyed. There are still good things to experience with one another. And um, generations, centuries later, we still are part of this movement this movement where death didn't have the final answer, but where God had the final answer and God will have the final answer. And it's up to us as followers to see where we are and where are we in alignment of that vision that God has for us, that vision of liberation, healing, love for all of God's people. We remember this, this prophecy, right? Or this, this prophetic message that Christ has risen. Christ has risen indeed, and I pray that we as followers of Christ, that we are called and take up that call to rise up alongside him. So I shared those thoughts after I had journeyed with my church through exploring um, the lives of different individuals, the ones who I named in that clip, just to give you all some context around things. And now today we're already in the um, second... Sunday of the season of Easter and I hope that throughout the season we could figure out how to take action take more prophetic action and um, be more I guess intentional with that intentional with things like solidarity building intentional with things like living into our our faith in a way that is prophetic you know in a way that speaks truth to power um in a way that confronts injustices in the world and I hope that through this podcast and um through this podcast that we're able to share ways to um, to do that ways to engage and um, you know as as we are in conversation as i process these things um, and these topics also be sure to follow me on instagram at that rev reverend t-h-a-t-r-e-v-r-e-v-e-r-e-n-d, T-H-A-T-R-E-V-R-E-V-E-R-E-N-D that rev reverend um and i'll be putting some content up there as well so all right until next time peace out